The jobs numbers came out this morning, and while there were some pretty promising signs uh, across a lot of the numbers, uh, there were also some concerning signs as well. And I think uh, this thought here is is really inspired by a recent episode that that James Phillip did on his channel, uh, where he actually reflects on on something about the All In podcast and, and some of the things that they brought up brought up there. But um, there's a there's a number that I think gets hidden in these jobs reports, and and. Uh, a lot of people focus, of course, on unemployment rate and the number of, of people that have been laid off. And uh, there's, a, there's a number, though, called labor force participation rate. And I think it, it tells a story that often gets unsaid and I think speaks to something that's happening in the economy that uh, I think a lot of people feel but maybe isn't showing up in the numbers just yet. And so by definition, the labor force participation rate is uh, the number of people who are actively looking for work or are working. Um, and, you know, you, you, it's the other side of the coin to unemployment rate, which is, uh, you know, the number of people out of work. Um, and at the height of the Great Resignation, at the start of the, the pandemic, uh, one of the things, and we, and we talked about it on our channel here at Daggerfin, that one of the issues that we were trying to solve for was how to get people back into the labor force. Uh, because with the stock market at an all-time high right before, you know, the, 2020 um, and uh, with savings rates the way it was with the extra stimulus that the government pumped into the to the system um, we were having trouble with, with the number of open jobs of course getting people back into the workforce and so of course at that time the, the the whole conversation for us was around how do you get people back to work how do you get the people who have voluntarily voluntarily left the workforce back into the workforce and we talked about the five different buckets of people that uh, were missing of course from from the employment space i mean you had people that you know passed away from covid you had people who uh who were maybe dealing with long covid or other other health effects who left the workforce we had um young people out of the workforce uh older people out of the workforce who had the benefit of of pulling their retirement early um but this last number that came out, so labor force participation rate, rate right in the middle of your screen is at 62.2%. At the height of uh, the, you know, the, the great resignation or when, when we were talking about solving for this issue, I think it was either in the high 50s or in the low 60s. And so this number slowly ticked up over time, which, you know, on the margins, I think is a good thing, right? You want more people in the workforce working. You want uh, that was the whole thing that we were trying to solve for back in the day in terms of, of thought exercise. But what it's done, and I think in, in the macro environment now where you, you talk about uh, the layoffs that are happening, people you know dwindling savings, uh, people accessing credit a little bit more, is that that number is showing that people are having to go back to work uh, to deal with inflation, to deal with prices, whatever it is that they have to deal with in terms of uh, life. Um, but what that means, I think, is that the underlying economy probably is uh, isn't as strong as we want to believe, and I think that's the sentiment that James shares on his episode. I definitely recommend heading over there if you if you haven't heard it yet. His his recap on the most recent All In podcast episode. But what 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 he says is that you know because he he runs a company that that does outplacement services, which is a service that people get once uh, when companies do do layoffs or mass layoffs. You know, when, when you want to provide somebody with a soft landing, you give them outplacement services so that they, they have the tools necessary, you know, a new resume, coaching, all that kind of stuff to go back into the labor force quickly. Um, that 
the view from from that that company is that things are on the uptick, right? Companies are laying people off, and I think that's probably the case across different sectors of the economy, and that shows that there's there's trouble. At the at the corporate level, uh, when it comes to earnings and things, and so people are having to do layoffs. I know Twitter just announced the big layoff um, to its talent acquisition department because they've done a hiring freeze since about May, and so that team probably has nothing to do. Uh, but on the other side, if you look at it kind of as a sphere, you look at the bottom of the sphere is is the the workers, and if workers are no longer in the position where um, where they don't have to work like they were. You know, maybe eighteen months ago, uh, you're you're starting to see. Okay, well, that must mean that the macroeconomics are changing. People, you know, inflation, pr- gas prices, all these kind of things are, are affecting people so that they have to go back into work. And so you start to see this squeeze to where, yes, maybe labor force participation rate is is going to help stave off a you know a recession for a little bit longer, but that can only last so long. And if if you get to a place where people's wallets Start to you know the start to look a little bit weak in terms of what they can afford. Company earnings are going to fall, and you start to see the squeeze on that ball that we were talking about from the top, which is the companies are not going to be able to hang on to workers as a function of earnings, and then workers who are going to need jobs are going to start to close, and then you're going to see the number of open jobs probably fall quite dramatically, and then I think that's when we start to really see, uh, you know, the, the mainstream media at least talk about a downturn. Uh, in in a real sense, because uh, things are just things aren't showing up in the numbers like the, like they feel. I think that's another thing that James mentions on his episode is that like feel and real are two different things. Um, what we're seeing in the numbers is that okay, we, we've got a couple industries that are that are doing layoffs, but it's not across the entire spectrum. We were, you know anecdotally, I think uh, I spoke to an individual in the in the recruitment space yesterday, uh, and and they were saying that. One of their clients is is having record profits this year, but they've stalled on. They've they've decided to hire uh, freeze hiring plans. So that of course doesn't mean layoffs, but that just means that everybody's being a little bit cautious. And and if the macroeconomics or at, at the consumer level, we'll see we're seeing people have to go back to work or choose to go back to work because of what their their personal finances look like. I think you're starting to see, okay, well, there, there's that squeezing of the ball. And, and you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see if this all plays out the way I think it's going to play out, which is over the next, I don't know, 6, 12 months or so, uh, we're going to see that open jobs numbers fall because people are going to come back into the workforce. I don't know if it's going to fall, you know, dramatically because there is that 2 to 1 ratio right now, 2 to 1 op- uh, open jobs to people looking for jobs. But um, it's, it should fall pretty dramatically. And, and, and then we're going to see, okay, where, where really are we in terms of an economy going forward?